0: market the automotive market today is a day to watch this video we have some really urgent warnings for potential buyers of vehicles in that there's some new contracts that are being put into place with dealerships and also some car market information that may affect your trade-in may affect car prices may affect new car prices used car prices so you want to check this out for sure So let's jump right in and take a look at some contract language that's now being introduced to dealership contracts. And I'm sure you're going to have an opinion about this. This is something that a lot of times people just sign everything put in front of you by a dealership and you're not going to see what the terms and conditions are. So this is a a contract that is, let me put it a little bit bigger so you can see it better this is a contract that is used by some new car dealers. And this red arrow here, this is dividing two parts of the contract. These are not really on the same page. they are not related. So if you're trading in a vehicle to a dealership that has a payoff on it, meaning that you owe money to the bank, which many people do, it's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you wanna buy a new car before you finish paying off your old car and that's fine. You can do that. And what the dealership will do is they'll take your car Let's say it's a car that's worth I don't know let's say twenty thousand dollars and let's say you owe 15,000 on it. what they'll do is they'll take that 15 that twenty thousand they'll subtract the 15,000 that they have to pay to your bank and the other five thousand they put it towards your new car that's entirely normal nothing wrong with that. It's actually a very convenient way for dealerships to help you with new cars but this language in the contract for some dealerships is concerning. It says, I will remain responsible for paying the balance owed to the lien holder. I understand I'm assuming sole responsibility for paying the unpaid loan and lease balance, and I must submit payment to the lien holder to satisfy the lien. And then it goes on to say, I understand that the dealership will not be required to remit any payment to the lien holder prior to selling the trade-in vehicle. So in theory, you trade in a vehicle, you have to keep making payments on it, Until they find some way to sell it. What if it sits on their lot for one or two or three or four months and they can't sell it? Technically, you're supposed to pay the payments on it. You would think that, well, as soon as you trade it in, they own it and they pay it off and then they're responsible for uh, selling it. According to the language of this contract, it says the dealership will not remit any payment to the lien holder prior to selling the vehicle. I'm sure you have some thoughts on that. You trade in your car, you figure the dealership's going to take care of it. What happens if the market drops and they can't sell your vehicle right away? And we'll see here in a minute why that's very, very likely to happen. This is something that we've not seen. This was sent to us by a viewer and a contract they were working on with a dealership. It's troubling. You know, you trade in your car. If they take two or three months to sell it, you might have to keep making payments on it. Never seen this before up until this year. Now, below that is another section of a trade-in requirement. And what that says is, you'll provide a title. That's fair enough. Unless I've disclosed otherwise, it's not a junk or salvage vehicle. Well, that's fine. But you would think the dealership would research that before they give you a trade-in number. If they say the vehicle is worth 20000 they would do their research for Carfax or NMVTIS or other sources. The question is not so much about the condition, but about the appraisal. You're also certifying that it has never been in an accident and never incurred damage as a result of an accident. So if you bring a vehicle to a dealership, they're saying that you have to tell them if it has been an accident. What if you don't know, right? What if you bought the car used, you weren't aware that it was in an accident, you weren't aware that it incurred damage as a result of an accident, and now they they take it in trade, what if they put it on the lift a week later and they find out, hey, this car's been in an accident. Maybe their used car manager didn't see it because it was raining out or they were just incompetent or maybe they were lazy and they didn't wanna crawl under the car. If they find damage from an accident, according to this contract, if you read down below, it says dealership may elect at its discretion to reappraise or return the trade-in vehicle to the customer. So you traded in a vehicle in good faith. They said they'll give you $20,000 for it. A week later, they call you up and say, you know what? We don't like this vehicle anymore. We found some damage. We don't want it. Take it back. Or they can reappraise it. What happens in that case? It says here, customer agrees to pay the dealership the difference between the agreed upon trade-in and the reappraise value. So they can call you up a week later, two weeks later. There's no time frame on this. And say we found damage on the vehicle, and we've decided that instead of 20,000, we only want to give you 17,000. So give us three grand. And this is in the contract. You have to do it. Another thing they can do is say if they want to give it back to you, if the dealership elects to return the vehicle, and it's up to them, it says here at their sole discretion. So they get to choose, not you. If the dealership elects to return the vehicle, customer agrees to pay to the dealership the original trade value plus any repair costs and expenses incurred by the dealership. So if that dealership takes in the trade, they find something they call damage a week or two, a month later, they can say, hey, this car's not worth as much. You owe us this much that we put into this car to fix it up or clean it or whatever they did. Now, certainly you don't have the same rights. If you buy a car from a dealership, and then, a week later, you find something wrong with it. You can't make them pay for it because you signed off saying you took it in its current condition. So it's not a balanced contract, right? They're in a, they're in a unfair adversarial position. Look, dealerships, I get it. You have to protect yourself, and we don't have any objection to dealerships saying, look, we don't want to take a salvage vehicle, a junk vehicle, and even section four, the odometer is functional and accurate, has not been altered. Okay, that's fair. You don't want to, you know, scam a dealership on a odometer rollback. But this part about the condition, if they find something wrong with the condition later, they can make you pay. Or if they take in your trade-in and it has a payoff on it and you know making payments to your lender, they can say you have to keep making payments until we sell it. So really, they don't have to come out of pocket for that inventory. It's kind of like having a car in consignment. They get a free car they don't have to pay off your trade. That 15000 they can keep in the bank until they sell it, and they get the money from that buyer, and then they pay off your car. See how that works? So these are two things to watch out for in contracts. You may be able to, to negotiate this with the dealer. You may be able to say, look, I'm not going to agree to this section. Cross it out. Or you may ask the dealer in advance if they have any of these, these uh, terms and conditions. You know, from our loyal viewers in – the various channels, this type of thing you're going to have some opinion on. It's very we're very curious to see what your thoughts are on these new types of terms and conditions finding their way into dealership contracts. Look, we think a dealership should be protected. You know, you shouldn't, they shouldn't be at risk of getting scammed by a customer, right? That's fair enough. But when a dealership appraises a vehicle, it's kind of a responsibility, we think, for them to find what's reasonably available on the vehicle. And if they're not sure because you know they're not able to appraise it properly at the time you're working the deal, then maybe they should not commit to the deal, right? Because you don't really have the ability to fully inspect a vehicle. You have to take on their word that they are selling you a good vehicle. So be aware of these. There may be other terms and conditions. If you're seeing a contract that you're getting from a dealership uh, that you're wondering about some of the language on, go ahead and email it to us through our website, glad to take a look at it. Again, we're not attorneys, we can't give you legal advice, but we do like to see a lot of these consumer contracts to see if there are things on there that are troubling that may be worth taking a look at. So as we promised, we're gonna talk about the used car market a little more. So here's this here's where this could come into play, right? Let's say you are going to buy a car and you're looking at the car market. Well, the car market's dropping right? Especially for used cars. Yeah, Make this a little bit bigger so you can see it better, right? Wholesale prices are dropping. So think about that last example. You trade in your vehicle, you have a payoff and they give you 20,000 for it. What if the next week, the book value in that vehicle drops to 19 and the next week it drops to 18. It might take them a week or so to get the car reconditioned, cleaned, you know, fix the brakes, put on new tires and put on the front line. So now it goes on their front line and now they pay $20,000 for it, but the book has dropped to eighteen. dollars So maybe they can't sell it right away because the price is too high. In the meantime, according to that last contract we looked at, you have to keep making payments. That may not be what you signed up to do, right? You may want to have your car paid off and not have two car payments because you have to pay the car payments on your new car. And now you have to pay it on the used car too. This is something where, The used car market can work against you wholesale vehicle values fell in mid-july the auctions are seeing people buying only good deals as prices plummet prices plummet now these buyers are not retail buyers this is at the auction this is lane watch auction buyers are only buying good deals at the auction so used car prices are falling as we see from three different articles and this could affect you as a buyer. Look, if you have a trade in, you might want to trade it in sooner than later so you get good money for it. If you're looking for a used car, you might want to wait to see if the prices fall. In the EV market, what we're seeing is some news here that is of interest. Stellantis, they're building a second battery plant for EV. So Stellantis, which builds Jeep, Chrysler, Dodd, or uh, Ram, they're going all in on electric vehicles. They're building another battery plant. So this just goes to show they're not at all wondering what business they're gonna be in in a few years. They're gonna be in the EV business because they're building battery plants left and right. This one's in Indiana and they're they're just cranking out EVs. So keep that in mind when you're looking at vehicles, what might be going on in the market and what how it might affect values and also what you can expect for availability. Stellantis is the manufacturer of Jeep. In 14 states, Stellantis has already said to Jeep dealers, we're not sending you any more gas vehicles. The only vehicles we're sending you are going to be EVs or hybrids. So they're committing to this electric vehicle boom. Everybody has some opinion about that. Do you want an EV? Do you not want an EV? Do you think EVs a scam? Do you think it's the wave of the future? I'm sure you have some thoughts on the matter. We want to hear, them. we also want other people to hear them. We want, you know, your opinion to be heard by the masses. If you have some thoughts about EVs, how it affects your life, put it out there. Look, you may not agree with everybody. They may not agree with you. The more that we understand what more people are thinking, the better we can make plans for what's going to happen in the market and how to yeah. basically prepare our vehicle lifestyle around for the future. Are you tired of automated systems and chatbots when you need assistance? Experience ActualHuman.com and connect with real professionals, not automation. At ActualHuman.com, we bring you a network of professionals who are excited to answer your questions and provide guidance. Getting started is easy, let us show you how. Here's how it works. Step 1. Select the best date and time for your video call. Step 2. Describe your situation and the areas you're looking for advice. Step three, connect one-on-one with an expert and get the undivided attention that you deserve.